Don't forget your phone right there. Alright. Well, everybody else does, obviously. I have no clue about announcements. You have the announcement person here. Second is the cleanup day, March. Valentine's Day is coming, so everybody run and hide. We're going to have to pull it up. I mean, the really awesome parents will have some stuff from the day. girl here with us. She's going to give us all the events. If you can get connected. After I set up the printer. Give a new printer. Yeah. Yeah. So we have a new printer. Everything though it's so pretty. Um, and almost a new computer. So I'm missing the most important part of it. We have a woman's Bible study on the tenth. And then a council meeting on the twenty fifth. And then a March second we have a work day. Ah, nice big old council meeting for today. All right. <clears throat> All right. Well, it sounds like a really slow month. Oh, yeah. We had a lot of breakfast this month. Oh, really? How many? Eight. And an anniversary. Happy uh, anniversary. That was me in the back. Wow. Mm -hmm. Whose anniversary? Catherine. Oh, that's right. The 19th. 19th. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Early. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Early birthday to all of the people. Happy birthday this month. Who else has birthdays? I know. I know Joe's birthday is this month. Mikey's birthday and 21. All right. He'll be 21 no, again. he's gonna be 25. Why do you do that to people? I brought some jerky for you guys. You're in your fourth year, 21. Is it? Right. Is it deer? 35. Is it deer jerky? No, it's just somebody gave me a bunch of. Oh sweet. Yeah, that looks like it's from the jerky yeah. house over in. Uh, somebody, uh, I somebody yeah. ordered your birthday, Mikey. Which birthday? I ate a bunch of it already, and I thought I better could eat this stuff. I'm gonna take it to church. It wasn't on there. Forgot. March 31st, you see? I got them. That's how, that's yeah, how when you're live, you're yep. not real life. It's not real life. Love you, Mike. Last time. That's right. Wait, last time you'll trust me. Bible. Oh, sorry, Mike. Yeah, sorry, I broke your trust. Thank you. I too. Forgive me. And I just got a text that my mom, my mom comes out of uh, assisted living on the Christmas party. The rehab of the So pray because you can continue to eat and keep your strength up to get out on Monday. Thank you. I can't read the first. <laughs> yeah, it's missing a vowel. It know. is not missing a vowel. I wrote it down. And rudely. I had twice as much of that. My problem was I was eating it. That's why I thought I'm going to bring it up. So I was not going to say that. And rudely. Yeah, but rudely. Yeah, I definitely would eat that. George. So that's why I brought it here. Aiden, Daniel, and Richard Jr. Awesome. I had one that wasn't good. I think it was a pepper one, but all the rest. I'm eating the pepper one. So happy early birthday to you all! Happy birthday! 
But all the other ones are real good. Hope you guys really enjoy Happy birthday, y'all. Y'all. Mm-hmm. y'all. Alright, with those announcements being said, we can get started, I think. Right? Are we all in agreement? Amen. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for the day. We thank you for everything you do for us, Lord. We thank you for this time to uh, gather and sharpen each other, Lord, and learn your presence in the room. Bless the study ahead, in Jesus' name, amen. Yeah, there's no such change. I mean, all I said you said February 30th. No. I think no. that's a trick. He, he told me uh, March 30th. March 30th. Are we in March? It's actually. Oh, in February. He's he's right. like a month ahead already. I mean, Somebody wants it's presents here early. Year, right? Yes. He does. Every day is Christmas when he was here. He got a new guitar and I told him for his birthday. Amen. Smell the rock. Okay. I cannot get an amen. Mm-hmm. Okay, where are we? First Corinthians 13, 13. Okay. Anybody want to lead us? Anybody? You do? Bueller. Bueller. First Corinthians 13. We'll wait for you, sweetie. We'll wait for you. Get that. If you want to open, we'll wait for you. Maybe I'll pay. Four. One. Please, three. Oh, yeah. I'm sorry. 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 I'm Perfect. Sorry that you couldn't hear it online. Yeah. Dad kind of dropped the mic. <laughs> I dropped the ball. So, but he, he read First Corinthians thirteen thirteen. Yeah, he did. Even on the mic. Now the question is, why do we go there? Because love is an action. Bam. Boom. 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 Paying attention. At least somebody is. I'm not worried about it, though. I'm worried about the Bible. Okay. Now, where are we? We are in 914. The healing of a boy with an evil spirit. Um, anybody, uh, anybody want to read this or can you hear me online? Yeah, right here. Read loud. When they came to the other disciples, they saw a large crowd around them and the teachers of the laws arguing with them. As soon as all of the people saw Jesus, they were overwhelmed with wonder and ran to greet him. What are you arguing with them about? He asked. A man in the crowd answered, Teacher, 
I brought you my son, who is possessed by a spirit that has robbed him of speech. Whenever he seizes him, whenever it seizes him, it throws him on the ground. He foams at the mouth, gnashes his teeth, and becomes rigid. I asked for your disciples to drive out the spirits, but they could not. Anybody want to take over? We'll keep going. And he answered them, O faithless generation, how long am I to be with you? How long am I to bear with you? Bring him to me. And they brought the boy to him. And when the spirit saw him immediately, it was convulsed. It convulsed the boy. And he fell on the ground and rolled about, foaming at the mouth. And Jesus asked his father, How long has this been happening to him? And he said, From childhood. And it, op- and it has often cast him into fire and into water to destroy him. But if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. And Jesus said to him, If I can, all things are possible for one who believes. Immediately the father of the child cried out and said, I believe. Help my unbelief. And, Jesus- and when Jesus saw that, a crowd came running together. He rebuked the unclean spirit and said to it, You mute and deaf spirit, I command you to come out of him and never enter him again. And after crying out and convulsing convulsing him terribly, it came out, and the boy was like a corpse, so that most of them said, He is dead. But Jesus took him by the hand and lifted him up, and he rose. And when he had entered the house, his disciples asked him privately, why could we not cast it out? And he said to them, This kind cannot be driven out by anything but prayer and fasting. Amen. Yeah. You got three more sections. Uh, do I? No, that's where mine stopped. Oh, that's where mine stopped. Mine keeps going. Well, that's good. Okay, and do I read They left 30? that place and passed through Galilee. Jesus did Jesus did not want anyone to know where they were because he was teaching his disciples so he said to them the son of man is going to betray be betrayed into the hands of men they will kill him and after 3 days he will rise but they did not understand what he meant and were afraid to ask him about it Yours didn't end there? No, now you got us ended in the middle of a great thing. Oh, cool. Now, because the next one's who is the greatest? Right. Muhammad Ali. (laughs) Bam, chicka, bam, bam. Don't argue the boy will do it. Yeah, I said, I am the greatest. He stings like a bee, right? Something like a butterfly and stings like a bee. What was the first part? Well, floats like a butterfly and stings like a bee. You read through 37, right? No. 30, 32. 32. 32. Oh, yeah, about it. Yeah, But if you can do anything, if you can, if you can, if I can. Yeah, he, I think he was more surprised about not them not having faith. Like, mm-hmm. what? Have you not seen what I've done? Like, what I actually think is funny about it is not just the man who had 
Oh, oh, lack of faith. So it was his disciples. It was his disciples twice. <laughs> because then he goes, they go up to him again. And so when you're looking at this, it's just so funny to me. Because it's showing the humanity in, in the disciples and the people around them. And the compassion Jesus has on them. Well, like I was telling Mike, I think they were surprised. Like, why couldn't we cast it out? We were just doing it back here, and now we couldn't do it. Yeah. And Jesus is telling him it's about prayer. It's about being one with the Father. It's about having that faith. It's also about not lacking faith. Yeah. You like turn it on. Just to took the arrow down, 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 down. I like that he said, help me in my discipline. That's important. Look at the bottom. Well, no, that I, that's what I said. Out of the whole thing, that... That jumped out to me because he says, "Help me with my unbelief." Uh, that is so honest and raw. Like, yeah, like, like they, I believe, but help me with my unbelief. So he knew. I think. I think you know. Whatever. Whenever I read that through my own ex experience, I think he jumped the gun when he said, "I do believe," and then like grief struck him because there's times when he knows he pulls it back, and that's when he said, but "Yeah, he he has his human belief, but now he wanted to learn his spiritual belief." Yeah. yeah. Sometimes we say stuff right away, like, "Yeah, we got this," and then yeah, you're like, "Oh." <laughs> I was. I had the opportunity to share with somebody today about situations you know they're impossible and, um, and I loved it because it led into our relationship with him making it possible you know that he's gonna open doors he's gonna show us the, the way because he's the way you know and um, I could see you know when people are sometimes sometimes God uses circumstances to bring us back to him or bring us closer to him and um, it doesn't make the circumstances easier, but what does make it easier is us trusting him. But then we sometimes have unbelief, and so we need to ask him for that too, because faith comes from from God. It also, you know, it says it comes from hearing the word. And um, I don't know, I can't go any further with that, but that's important. It's really important. If you don't have the faith, you stay with the faith giver, amen. Well, it says, ask the Father, and he will, I mean, ask the Father for wisdom, and he will give it to you. He doesn't withhold it. Yeah. Who says he doesn't withhold it? Is that in James? Or? It's in Romans. Some whatever you have a big study well, oh yeah and James says whatever you ask don't don't do it doubtingly yeah because a doubting person shouldn't receive anything that he asks for and if he does he'll use it on things he shouldn't be using it on but see this guy just receives, gave us this huh? guy just gave us the example he says I believe but he knew he did help mm -hmm. me with my unbelief mm -hmm. perfect I think when he first said it in the moment he might have you know what happens is the world creeps in your mind you, you you hear from God or you experience God and all of a sudden you're like, yeah, this is possible. And then you think about your life and it's just like, it, it, right away, you know how many times I've been witnessing to people and I see life come in them, like, like this is possible. And then I see them gulp and it goes away. It's because of the, the things of life hit them, like, like yeah, they can't see past those things. It's like a realization of where you're at in your face. You understand where you're at in your face, so you do believe somewhat, but... He's like, I want to believe more. That's right. I want to believe till I know this is yeah. possible. I want to trust wholeheartedly. I want to be, that's why even the disciples, this is not the first time where someone said, increase my faith. Mm -hmm. right? 
said many times already we're, we're even the disciples who like increase our faith. Or, I said it many times. Right? So Sometimes many times a day. There's another way to look at this too. Like he could be, he, he said it as a question. He's like, if you can. They said if you can. And he, and, he, and he could have been flipping it back to him. If you can. And then he said, everything is possible for him who believes. Mm -hmm. So he's so he's kind of telling them, you know, your faith needs to be there. And you can do these things. I have to tell you guys. And it's more times than not, which is sad because it shouldn't be that way, okay? But I've heard that more times than not. And most people walk away because of what gets put back on them. Instead of trusting God through it to get past it. And what I'm talking about is just everyday life. You know, and they get all excited, like, God can do this, you know. And then everyday life sets in, and they go right back to everyday life. They don't trust Him all the way through it. And that's sad. Well, and you know what's something else that kind of bring out to me is it's good to have brothers and sisters that are good prayer warriors because we've mm -hmm. seen there, they were all together. They could not cast it out, but Jesus came and showed them. You know, so that's what I think we do with one another is we sharpen each other. Mm -hmm. Where one lacks, the other has. Right. And we should always put on Jesus to show up. And maybe that's something that was going on in the background is that they were all working together and they're like, why isn't this working? And they, were, they weren't just believing what they were praying for. You know, and that's what the. Well, he did, yeah, he specifically said that this kind mm -hmm. can only come out by prayer. Yeah. yeah. And. But like. It says it says in other places where well, we do that. pray. I think it's actually um, chapter eleven of Mark that we should just we should already yeah. believe what, what <coughs> when it I look at yeah. that. You know, instead of praying, saying the words, and then yeah, it's oh, just this isn't working. Why isn't this working? And start freaking out. You, you don't have that faith right there. You should when you pray, you should already have that mindset, like what you're right. praying about. You know, is already called it a double-minded person. Yeah, half of it sounds like yes, half it's no. Yeah, he's not into either one. Mm -hmm. That's what I was trying to say through that whole thing I just said. But you said easier. <laughs> Go ahead, do it again. I forgot. See, he said it's double-minded. Yeah. See, yeah. You, what happens is like, like I'm, I'm I'm witnessing to somebody and they're getting it. Like they know. Oh wow! In that moment, yes, this is possible. But that other double-mindedness, the world comes and it takes away that. And the Bible says that that's the seed that, that the devil comes and steals, you know. Or sometimes, sometimes we go through a little bit further, and then all the cares of life and all these things that are happening comes and steals it, you know. But when we stay faithful, we trust God over all those things, then He multiplies it. Amen. Because you start helping your others. Yeah. Just like how when you believe in in Jesus. Um you believe in such a way that you live your life accordingly. It's the same way you should pray when you pray. When you pray for something from the Lord, you, you already live your life in that accordance. You know, some people call it manifesting, but it's really just... Well, and you kind of gotta, you kind of kind, you kind of gotta think about the Father. He's seeing the disciples and they can't get it out. That just gives you doubts. Like, who can, that's probably why you went to Jesus, if you can. Because they... I, right. yeah, but that's like the... That's been looking at. That's like as if we were looking at the disciples. Then we should just be. We should understand the power of God, you know, and just believe in such a way. That girl has something to say. Mm -hmm. <laughs> we're ready. Out. He just wants us all to look at you. <laughs> Go ahead, babe. I think that's where the fasting comes in. You know, you said something about manifesting. So 
showing fast here. You start, right? You start you with that, and then you let go of the worldly things. You start feeding the carnal side, and you just start feeding your soul. Yeah. So I think that's where the fasting comes in. And then as far as the disciples weren't able to do it, I think at that point you start looking at man, which is why that man lost faith, is because he was looking at the men themselves and not the person they were standing for. Mm-hmm. You know how many times in my life, sister, I try to go to even brothers in Christ for help, and I see their double-mindedness, and they're actually, I've actually had people try to manipulate my situation they can gain. Mm-hmm. And and when I see that, I tell myself all the time, why didn't I just go to Jesus? Well, this just reminds me of what you said on Sunday. You said that you had uh, known a friend, I believe, and he said, oh, I have somebody coming in to pray when they could have done the praying for themselves the whole time yeah. had they had that faith. Mm-hmm. You know, and I feel like that's just, it's the same here. Yeah, that was my brother-in-law, and it was about great glory. Not, and I had nothing bad to say about no, him. No, I understand. But, but you and I possess the same spirit. It's only right. one. Uh, it's all we possess the same. Back. Yeah. It's it. But going back to the double-mindedness that Mike brought up, mm-hmm. I love that part because um, we have to be all in. Mm-hmm. You understand? If we're not all in, how do you? Why do you even expect God to work? You get it? How dare us? For real. Mm-hmm. And so the guy wanted to go all in. Mm-hmm. You know, what did Jesus say when he told them they should be praying and fasting? Mm-hmm. They have to be all in. This can only be. Amen. And what you said about prayer and fasting is beautiful yeah, because perfect. that's where yeah, it was. That's being all in. That's surrendering the flesh and, and even our minds, our, our old way of thinking and everything, surrendering that to God. Yeah, it's a, it's a physical representation of what we just do spiritually. Mm-hmm. There was a there was a old old uh, little metaphor like that it was talking about this guy praying to God to get this hold of, you know, and 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 um and then he's like, God, why didn't you dig this hole? And God's like, I gave you a shovel, you know. Um, he it takes action on our part, you know, and the action is coming to Christ. The action is trusting Him. You know, there's another old joke too about the guy stranded on his roof in a flood and and praying for praying for help. And then there's a life preserver, and then there's a rowboat, and then a helicopter. Each time he's like, "No, I'm waiting on God. I'm waiting on God." And he end up dying, and he gets to heaven, and God tells him, well, "I sent you a life preserver and a boat and a helicopter." He ruined that story. It was way better. I, I just I, well, I was making it clear because he gets to heaven, he's complaining, "God, where, where were you, man? I was waiting on you." Yeah. He's like, I sent you a helicopter. I sent you a boat. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Nope, but I was waiting on God. And you know that story is true because if we're not really focused on Him, we right. can't see what He's doing. Right. The relationship. Yeah. Hey, that time was like the, the root of that story was the man wanted it his way instead of God's way. Right. Expecting He just told me. He told you guys about me. <laughs> I was praying to God about that today. And then you have to think the next chapter talks about his death and he's preparing. So when he goes here, he knows what's going to happen next, but now he has to deal with this faithless generation. Mm-hmm. And then he says, How long shall I be with you? How long shall I suffer you? Mm-hmm. The like, double mindedness. And it's funny, it's like, he's told him over and over a, a bunch of times already. 
that the son of man is going to die. Son of man is going to die. And, you know, and they're, they're questioning. They don't understand yeah, that. They, they can't imagine how their Messiah is going to die. It's just the last section we read it. Uh, 9 10 they kept discussing the matter to themselves discussing what rising from the dead meant <laughs> if you're the one rising for, rising the people from the dead who's right? you? <laughs> hey, well you gotta understand the culture too the culture was saying that the messiah was gonna come and overthrow Rome you know they're like well they're gonna take down the king and he's gonna reign forever so they're they're thinking they're thinking already a different way and just trying to get past that that way of thinking with them. The um the other part of it you guys too is when you look at this what Jesus was telling them and it did happen, but it's also a metaphor for he's telling them they're they're already in the hands of men. You know, and he's gonna be delivered into the hands of men and and be killed and and, and raised again in three days and so on until the cave when I read that too, when he's telling them that story, it's like he's trying to wake them up to who they need to be. And then and then the Bible tells us over and over and over again that they didn't even understand that until after his resurrection. Mm -hmm. So but then it came into play like, oh, it all just came to them, you know. Imagine that. Imagine that realization like wow. Mm -hmm. Have you read something or read something and didn't get in and one day it was like, wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah, what I was trying to share with you right now is a revelation. Or what did you say it was called? It's called right? Revelation. There you go. Of manifesting himself in us the same way. That's what that's what um like um what I was trying to get at is him telling him that wasn't just that he was going to go do that, but that you and I are going to go through that. Right. You see what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. it, it was it, that's that's the beauty about um, asking him to help us in our disbelief, because he does the same kind of thing to bring us to to the right kind of um, steadfast faith, unmovable faith. Well, can you imagine too him having to send there and asking him to help with his unbelief, and he's like, "Watch this." And he actually does it, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. He did have things crazy. Do you know how many times I've had that happen to me, though? And that's why I have the faith I have now. And that's why I trust him now. Because I've seen the movie over and over and over and over. I could sit here for days and tell you guys testimony after testimony after testimony, you know? And, 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 I, and the funny thing is, like, I was just praying with somebody before I came here who's going through something horrific. And... Um, I was just praying with them, but I was thinking God's going to handle this because this person's faith needs to be in Him. Yeah. Amen. And I even prayed that way with them, and I and I really believe that there's going to be something that's bearable that God puts into play so that that person can see how real our God is. Amen. Mm -hmm. I have that expectation of that, and I'm going to pray continually for that. Amen. And uh, and I believe that, and that's the kind of thing we need to see. I had a little disbelief too, even praying for them and even talking to them about a God who's done it over and over and over again in my own life. Why would I? Why, right? If only because of all this, not the the world creeping in on us. That's why it's so important to to pray and fast to to shed that so that we can be right there with Him. Amen. Crazy. Oh, and it's crazy. You can't fast without praying. 
You can't, I mean, you can't be, yeah, yeah, because you have to yeah. be in communion with God. You could be fasting for other reasons. You're fasting for your dietary, dietary, yeah, You're fasting for God. That's what fasting is, right? I like the way she put it though. It's something about right. the carnal. Yeah. yeah. Get rid of the carnal. Amen. You can't spiritually fast unless you're. But yeah. I, I really like you too, Matt. Like you straight between the disciples. He had been, you know, even like the transfiguration. He's like, don't tell them until later. You guys are going to come back later. You're going to need it, you know? You're going to tell them again. You guys are going to need it. Because you're going to die for this. They all were. Except for a couple of them. Maybe their eyes weren't open to it yet because yeah, that's what that great mystery that Paul yet. talks about is. It's that revelation of what they thought before into their old life. And <laughs> they were always yeah, they were always talking about stuff that had nothing to do with what Jesus was doing. Right, he's always confronting them like, "What are you guys talking about bread for?" <laughs> always, <laughs> the, so, you know? yeah, right? And, and so Paul mentions it like almost through like half his letter of this pages, great mystery that has been revealed to us. That's what that is. You know, they don't receive the spirit until the end. Oh my! And he reminds them of everything Jesus told them. Yeah, exactly. Five second rule. They got the pastor throwing food in church. Oh, you see everything online. I have to take it's you there while watching. Mm -hmm. I tried to take Matthew when we were out there, but something. Oh, we got a phone call. We were in the parking lot. Did he tell you? We were in the parking lot. We got a phone call. My son made his dinner. So I asked him, Do you want to go there? Here. And we went there. Where's your son live? Hmm? Where's your son? Huh? Alabama. Yeah, but he had dinner ready over there. Mm -hmm. okay. So we got on a plane and we went straight there. You didn't know Matthew was in Alabama? <laughs> Yeah, I, didn't that mm -hmm. I made him quit his job to go with me and everything. Mm -hmm. yeah, I remember him going somewhere, but yeah. I thought you guys drove. We did. Oh, we went twice, dude. I'm teasing you. Oh my Matthew God! Oh, yeah, you had to just. I take I'm everything on. for face value, and he can't look. And he hooked you, and he was gonna sink you. Take everything like for the grain of salt. That's just him reminding you to read the Bible. What happened? So he didn't believe because they don't get letters. Are we talking about you? That's what I thought. That's not right. You guys do that when I'm not here, okay? That's not right. That's gossip. Well, see, then it won't happen. It's supposed to work <laughs> in the Bible. It's supposed to work it out in the Bible. Has anybody here not fasted? Yeah. So let me tell you something about fasting. When the first day, the first day is the hardest, right? After the first day of not eating, such clarity comes, and your 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 mind is no longer even thinking about being hungry. You just you think clearer. You uh, your thoughts are just so much more clear and focused, and and that's that's a beautiful place to be when when you're fasting for spiritually because um, now now your prayers and your thoughts you can take them to God uncluttered un unoccupied by oh is it almost lunch yet more you know, genuine yeah. yeah it's you know because your body does control you a lot with food yeah and and when you get past that first day. 
It's really, really awesome. It's a little slower for me because I don't get hungry until probably like 16 hours in. Oh, yeah. And I finally get hungry, and then it's a day from there. Yeah. And then it's all that clarity. Yeah. But about three and days in, you want to know it's his, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a truck. Lord, give me some comfort food. Yeah. I remember the first time we did it. Um, the reason I was doing it was for my anger. And oh my goodness. I think we need to keep fasting. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I was. So Thankfully, yeah. we were both working, so we didn't have like any time together. We were completely separated from each other. Coming back home, like, how'd you do? Still doing it, you know, like, still pushing, but we cracked under the pressure of peanut butter cookies. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> we it was the uh, we were, we were uh, three days in though you know and we wanted we were debating for a long time like do we keep going do we not you know and then we kind of just sat and talked about it and we were like you know what i feel like we've accomplished what we needed to i feel fulfilled in what i was doing we were past that's what it's about mm -hmm. yeah i like to go friday yeah. saturday and then sunday after church take people and go to lunch we, we did don't, Thursday don't. night was the last time we ate, and even after that, we stopped eating like at four. Very short. And then we didn't eat till Sunday, like at ten. <laughs> and then it was cookies. Yeah, <laughs> I hate peanut butter cookies. I was but that day, they were so delicious. Right? The best Perfect. thing I've ever had. <laughs> I got one recently. It wasn't. Yeah, that was nasty. <laughs> All right, where are we at? We're still talking about cookies. No. Oh. <laughs> Matt's still on those cookies. He wants some more. Do you guys got any questions or like, do you have any like comment on on that session at all? You guys are so tired or? Wow, this is amazing! Or oh no, like, I can't believe Jesus said that to them. No comment, no, no, comment. no questions. No, that's pretty good though. You know, how can you sit around and say I can't believe you're not believing in me? You know, type thing. One thing I noticed that kind of like tripped me out is the way that they saw like uh, like the way that culture sees certain things today, and the way that culture back then sees uh, things today, like. We would look at these seizures and we, we would analyze it uh, like the medical way. We say, like, oh, we need to prescribe that guy something. And uh, back then, it, it's much different. It's, it's uh, oh, the, he's possessed by this and it, and it causes him to get thrown into the fire or, or sometimes into the water. It, it, you know, that's what that culture shock where I'm like, okay, I need to understand this a little bit more to, to get what's going on. Or who sinned, him or his parents? Oh. Right. <laughs> that was him, one of those yeah. in John. Mm -hmm. So one way I do say see it as the guy speaking to him and he says, but if you can do anything, have compassion on us and help us. Um, and then it leads into him saying, if you can believe all things are possible. If you can believe all things are possible to who to him who believes. I, I kind of feel like it's an, an exchange of like what we go through when we like, come to Jesus, you know, and we see all these examples, we see all these people who have changed, and it's pretty much saying, like, I've been here with your disciples, and it still hasn't worked out, you know, like, if you could do anything, just have compassion on me, 
and he's explaining to him like, oh yeah, you know, just believe, and that's when he's coming with the like, I do believe, because right. like most of us, we've seen a thousand people come to Jesus before us, you know, but then that final like nail to yourself is like, but I need you to help me with more, right? Right. Help me with my unbelief. You know, in the in the world, when you read that scripture, a lot of people in the church, let's say, Christians. They, they they want something worldly from it. Mm -hmm. But God doesn't think worldly. You know, you know what I mean? So anything that he's going to say to us or, or share with us or want us to have is of him, not of the world. Mm -hmm. And um, so when I look at that too, I when it, a lot of people misinterpret those scriptures because all things are possible. Well, <laughs> I can get a promotion. I can get a bigger house. I can do this. I can do that. You know what I mean? And God doesn't see worldly things like that. If, if we receive those things, especially if we're living in Him and we receive those things because He wants us to give them to us, they're, they're, they're freely given. It's not something that we should uh, even ask God for. You know, He blesses those who, uh, who, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's like, um, but everybody looks at that stuff wrong. And I like it in this context because. They hear this man's son mm -hmm. uh, was possessed, you know, and um, and he wanted faith to, so that he could be healed. He wanted that kind of faith so he could be healed, mm -hmm. and um, and that's what he was asking for. And Jesus was telling him, "All things are possible." See, because it wasn't about something worldly; it was about him having his son restored to him, mm -hmm. and it was about his faith that was going to cause that to happen. Amen. Mm -hmm. Another thing, me and Mike, while I was discussing with Mike is um, it says that um, it says that when they came to the disciples they saw a great crowd around them and the scribes arguing with them and immediately the crowd when they saw him they ran greatly amazed up to him and greeted him and he asked them what are you arguing about and I was telling them nobody answered him not the disciples not even the scribes and they're the ones arguing you know, nobody answered him, and it was the son, the father of the son that answered him. Yeah, I want to read what Mike what Mike quoted. I want to I want to read it. It's in James, um, chapter one two, and um, it kind of puts a lot of this into perspective for us, you know. But it says, "Consider it pure joy, brothers, whenever you face trials of many kinds." And this was a trial for that man, and we go through things ourselves. Amen. Because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance. Perseverance must finish its work so that you, here it is right here, so that you may be, be mature and complete, lacking nothing. Amen? And um, that maturity right there, you guys, it's talking about you and I uh, exercising our faith and growing to a point where we believe why it's happening instead of trying to get there. You understand? So the perseverance of us trusting God gets us through things over and over again so that we mature into knowing who to trust. You see the faith there? And then he says, uh, perseverance, I'm <clears throat> sorry, perseverance. Perseverance must finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Amen? <clears throat> if any of you lacks wisdom, listen to this. You know what wisdom is? Yeah, okay. Well, I really do believe that. Definition of like what Solomon says or what? 
wisdom wisdom in a Christian's life is putting into action your faith and 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 then trusting God for it because what the, what happens is it's the same thing we just read leading up to it the perseverance right when you get to that point because wisdom is not knowing something wisdom is putting it into action and living it right so you're trusting him now right and it says God who gives generously to all without finding fault will uh, and will it will I'm sorry I got it back up where was I with the wisdom part five if any of you lacks wisdom so what he's saying when he says that is if any of you believe but you haven't put it into action to know you understand okay if any of you lacks wisdom he should ask God which is what the man did in the story right mm -hmm. who gives generously to all without finding fault okay there's fault in a lot of us but when we're asking God right he's gonna he's gonna give it to us generously because it's gonna bring us out of our fault mm -hmm. do you understand the beauty of the story like the man Mm -hmm. You get it? We don't know what that man's life was like before uh, he heard about Jesus was crying out for his son. But most of the times when we're in a situation like that, we've caused it. We brought that stuff into our house. We did this. We did that. You know what I mean? That's the fault. Mm -hmm. See, God, I love that part right there. I'm going to share it with you, okay? It's like I told some lady today. I said, don't worry about it because, because, because. People fall away and they live in the world instead of living the life that God shared with them when they got saved. Amen? Mm -hmm. And it's almost like you feel like you're being punished when things aren't right because you're living that way and that's when you cry out. But that's not the truth. You're not being punished. God loves you. He never left or forsaked you. He's right there with you. You just need to come back to him. Amen? Mm -hmm. he, he loves you that much. He's not going to find fault. Right? It's not, that he, it's not that the fault's not there, but he's not going to use it. He's going to come to you right where you're at, and he's going to bring you out of it. Amen? That's the God who loves you. Right? The world finds fault. How many of us? Yeah. Even wisdom in the world, we really can't take action. We want to do actions. We don't have this knowledge. Okay, but when he asked, he but when he asked, here's what Mike was talking about. But when he asked, he must believe and not doubt, because he who doubts is like the wave of the sea. Blown and tossed by the wind. It's a double-mindedness. You understand? It's like it's, it's like you believe for a minute and it's gone the next. You know, I was telling somebody, and we all do it. We, we say we're going to give it to God. And in the moment we're praying and in the anguish we're in, we give it to him. But then we turn around and we find ourselves doing it again. We picked it right back up. I just did that today on my, on my way to uh, my interview. And I was praying on the way up there. Mm -hmm. I had like five minutes of silence to myself and just started doubting, you know, just like, oh, I've been out of the restaurant industry for too long. They're not going to care. Like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to nail this interview or anything like that. And then I was just like, what the heck? I was just asking for, to be guided through this, you know? Mm -hmm. And then I went right back to praying 
about it, but it's like it's insane how quickly the world can creep in and pull you out of your faith. Yeah. You know how many Bible studies I've said in over the years, and how many church services, and how many times somebody came to visit me where I felt like it was definitely possible. And as soon as I walked out of the building or they walked out of my house, I went right back to what it was over and over and over and over again for years before I finally started to trust God. Before read, I asked him for that are wisdom. Are you going to read forward, though, in this? Yes. Okay, because it's all, nine. You're going to come up to nine, and that's that's, yes. that's really the one. After all these Bible studies, I want you to explain. Uh-oh, I'm out of here. No. Well, maybe I don't know, but I'll try. If we don't know, we'll look together. Okay. Um, so let's stop being tossed back and forth. Amen? Okay. That man should not think he will receive anything from the Lord. You get it? He is a double-minded man, unstable in all he does. It's not just that situation, it's your whole life. There's no stability. You want stability? Trust God, amen? Okay, now I'm going to come in. Okay, but learning through the Bible, we're all the same. Nobody's greater than, nobody's better than, nobody's, okay, we cool. Now going to nine. Okay, watch, you ready? No, no, this is beautiful. I know it is. I already know what you're talking about. Thank you. I don't. We have to do nine and ten, but but. Yeah, oh. you know, that's what I was asking. If you're going to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll go that. further. I was going to stop there, but I know where you're going. Freshies, that kind of flips. Like, wait a minute. Now you're telling me to go. No, no, no. Okay. I love it. Watch, watch. Okay. Okay. Ready? The brother in humble circumstances ought to take pride in his high position. Oh yeah, this is. You understand the beauty of it? Not easy, but good. Hey, watch, watch, yeah. watch. But the one who is rich. Can I share with you something? I don't think he's talking about money here. No. Okay. That's obvious. He's talking about yeah. pride and everything that the man has, everything that he wants, everything that he's going after. You understand? And that's that's a position that's far away from God. But a humble a humble man uh, trusts God for everything. That's a high position. It's not that it's not that it's not that God sees us any different because he, he cherishes us all the same. But man is separating himself from God there. That's not God separating himself from man. Right. I mean, okay. Yeah, I watch what it says. That part of it. Okay, go ahead. The humble, the humble bro the brother in humble circumstances ought to take pride in the high, his high position. Because he's the one trusting God. Amen? And even if it is wealth, it still that, puts the person thank you. in that. That's the answer I want. How are they representing that high position? Yeah. It's the your faith. To, okay, you got it. I just wanted to get this. Well, yeah, a person. I'm sorry, I just got you guys all out of No, it's like a one on one. I see it totally. No, I see it totally because um, when I have nothing, right? Which, which is where I like to stay. It's when you're happiest. That's when I have everything that God has for me. Amen. Okay, then I got, I totally and then when I have everything the world has to offer, I don't need God. I want to just make sure I was understanding that right with this like, two wordings. But you can have a lot of what God doesn't want you not to have things. A lot of the people in the Bible uh, uh, were very wealthy people. Yeah. But they put God first. So those things those things didn't control their life. God God was the, the, the head of their life. Right? Those things were gifts. Yeah, worldly wealth did not make them content, did not make them happy. Yeah, I was going to say, you from the world perspective. Yeah, we talked privately. You know where I'm at with that. I mean, mm -hmm. it's not, that's not important. So, mm -hmm. you know. 
Yeah, you keep going and talks I about it. it. I've known I've known Christian men who are very wealthy. I still know very wealthy Christian men, and uh, they're terrible. They say they're Christians, but they're just terrible people, and they're scared that everybody's going to want something from them. They're 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 uh, they keep their distance. They don't have good relationships even with their family because of it. Because of the wealth. Because of the wealth and and their pride. Which was uh, they they try to control every single life, even mm-hmm. people closest to them, because they because they have what they, everybody else wants. Comes from their protected fear. It's craziness, and that that's a very low position, because you you're missing out on everything around you. And is then there, I know, huh? Isn't there a scripture that says it is easier to go through the eye of a, a, needle, a, of a, a needle, needle than, than to, for a rich man to enter into heaven? Yeah, yep. for a camel to go through the eye of a needle yeah. than the rich yeah, man yeah. to go to heaven. Thank and, you. Yeah, and, and that actually goes even more deeper than... Well, yeah, there's, there's actually this. history. Like, they had these gates that you would go into city, okay? And the camels are very tall, and the rich man will put everything on their camel. Everything. Nine ten. Okay. Nine, ten, and to get mark. through that gate, they would have to take everything off their camel and put it down. And they were so scared that they were going to be robbed that they would not enter into the gates. Yeah. Because they wouldn't use their camel. But with all their riches. The riches. But now I forgot the end of what I was telling you. I'm sorry. Wow. Well, no. That's, that's well, everybody chimed in. Oh yeah. Okay. Yeah, so. And then I know. I was hoping I was gonna go that <laughs> And then I know some Christian men who who. Um, love the Lord and they're super wealthy and their families are the closest I've ever seen to anybody this that because mm-hmm. the money's not controlling that person Christ is and God just gave them stuff and, and he uses it to, to you know they use it to bless and and but, but it doesn't hinder the, it never leaves them wanting mm-hmm. or struggling or yeah, that's the last word I like stuff, right there. But not stuff to have. And they're yes, satisfied with what they say. have. You know, that's a mm-hmm. big thing to be satisfied with you okay. have. Okay, here it is. You guys ready? Yeah. True life is only found in one thing. Do you know what that is in the, in the world? True life is only found in one thing. Hey. I already forgot what I was going to say. Christ. <laughs> no, not Christ. But it is Christ. Christ. Hold on a minute. You know True life is only oh, ready. It's only found in contentment. contentment. So it doesn't matter. That. It doesn't matter what. That's why I just. Yeah. Didn't I say that? It doesn't matter where you are. You're totally satisfied with the whole issue. It doesn't matter where you are. If you're content because of Christ, that's life. Because you have that peace. Sorry. In the Bible, what? What does it mean to, to what is the word to be content? Content. In the Bible, Paul says, "I know what it is to have a lot. I know what it is to have nothing." But in all situations, I'm cool. You know what that means? Like I'm good. If I have a lot, I have nothing because his hope is in God, not in these things. Amen. You know I, mean? I have a lot. Home run. You have a lot of years, honey. Don't worry about it. We have a lot of years. Mm-hmm. Just don't say you're a working harvest. No, I'm just saying it's in, it's in Philippians 4. I'm under construction. I'm under construction. Work in progress. He goes, slowly I turn. The truth is, the truth is, you guys, when I was younger, I had really hard times. And it was just me and my first wife and two kids. And we, nobody, nobody was there to help us, and we struggled. We barely made it through so many times. I mean, there was times we had no food in the house for like a week, and, and we were making, trying to make. We had, we had, we did have a box of um, uh, 
pancake mix. So we started reading all the recipes on the pancake mix, and we got the we got the boys involved, and we had such a good time making biscuits out of that stuff and different stuff, <laughs> you know. And so then when I had a lot later on in life, I had a lot. You know what I always remember? When Those stinking biscuits. Yeah. And so I didn't care about the lot. I wanted to go back to the biscuits. Biscuit. So I try to live my life without regret in the biscuits. You know what I mean? With my kids, like spend time with them. And this and that. The other stuff doesn't matter. Absolutely. You want to hear what the Lord says? Yes, yes please. Go to Jeremiah 9, 23. <laughs> <laughs> so you're trying to get away from it. Jeremiah 9, what? 23. Oh, 9. 9, 23? Yes. I went to 23. Very calm. Mm. This is what the Lord says. It even says it's what the Lord says. <laughs> That's why you said it. <laughs> says, this is what the Lord says. Let not the wise boast of their wisdom, or the strong boast of their strength, or the rich boast of their riches. But let the one who boasts, boast about this, Amen. that they have the understanding to know me, that I am the Lord, who exercises kindness, justice, and righteousness on the earth. For in these I delight, declares the Lord. Amen. And I add, it says, loving kindness. Oh, yeah. Loving kindness. Where's that at? Oh, right there. It they have to be the kind of guys they get too, so just to. <laughs> That's everything we're talking about. Too. Did you come up with that, Ali? Yeah, she did. That's my girl right there. Okay, we're going back to Mark. I was still in James. I know you're using me, Paul. It's okay. We're going back to Mark, everybody. Going back to James? No, Mark. Mark. Just that, that James, just make sure you guys look at that more spiritual perspective. The wealth is it's in the world. Yeah. Everything that I'm noticing, everything. It says believers. Talk about the believing stance, right? Everything should be looked at in a spiritual sense in your life. Everything. You can't actually, if you're really reading your Bible, you can turn everything into a spiritual sense. Yeah. It's not about because like a lot of people will read those nine and ten and it'll talk it'll say riches and then people think it's about the money. Or, Money's evil. Yeah. Nobody needs <laughs> money. Yeah. It's not about. I that. can't have money. <laughs> well, that's what the next passage is about. The next passage is everything we've been talking about right now. Love Thank you, Mike. Because you don't have to have money and love it. I heard somebody say that you don't have to have money and love it. Some people, are, they don't have money, but they go crazy over what they do have. Or they love, they want more. Yeah, I'm done. I heard people for it, and I heard themselves for it. That's what I was trying to tell you before, too. Once it has control of you, you hurt everybody around you. More money, more problems, And then that's such a true statement. It is the most true statement. That's only true. That's only true in the world, though. I'm sorry, it is because if you're in Christ, like like we just he just read it to us in Jeremiah, right? Uh, uh, the man who's wise shouldn't brag about his wisdom. So uh, people people that that have something um, uh, live live like they don't have it. It's just a fact. In Christ, I mean. 
Yeah, it, it's like a nervous thing. I like that. Oh, for real? Yeah. I thought it was like, well, yeah, it is a zap. It's a finger button. It's a pinker button. I like that. I don't need one of those. Two of those. Can you put two on? Huh? You can. I'll bring you one. Hey, uh, Leah, can we reel it in a little bit? I know. Where are we at? We're on uh, 930. <laughs> Oh, you guys are well, good with that section? Are you going to go into a new one? Yeah, no, listen, we have to because it goes with everything we just ended talking about. Yeah, yeah so well, we're moving on to 33. What are you arguing about on the road? I'm just trying to reel it in. No, that's what it says. Okay, who's going to read it then? Anyone who wants to? Michael, we're on. Because we're I understand when you read. Can I read like no, 33. All right. This is been a service. Yeah, I give in to I don't want to do it. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Be the example. I've been trying for years, brother. <laughs> and he came to Capernaum and being in the house, he asked them, what is it that you disputed amongst yourselves, by the way? And they held their peace, for by the way, they had disputed amongst themselves who should be the greatest. And he sat down and called the twelve and said unto them, if any man desires to be the first, the same shall be last of all, and the servant of all. And he took a child and set him in the midst of them. And when he had taken him in his arms, he said unto them, Whoever shall receive one such child and whoever shall receive one of such children in my name receives me. And whoever shall receive me receives not me, but him to send. And John answered him, saying, Master, we saw one passing up. Wait, am I done? Yeah. I'm done, right? Yeah. All right. Yeah. He said a child in the middle of them? Mm -hmm. What what is a child? I didn't quite get that. Where did the, the kids come from? What do you think? What do you think? No, what does a child represent? Come here, kid. What do you yeah. think? Give us an example. A child <laughs> is I'm asking a question. I don't want to answer my right, question. Just, you just want the answer? What'd you say, Mike? Oh, you guys. I read a couple of years ago by the that's why come to me like a child. It's it's about being it's about being humble. Right. Yeah, because it says because you know it's a paradox like, prayer. You gotta like lose your life to gain your life. To be first, you have to be last. Right. Well, not just that. If you're if you're gonna if you're gonna, he said that if you're gonna be first, you have to be last, and you have to become a servant to a all. A servant to all. Men. And and think about how these young Christians are when they first come to know Christ. And the stuff that we have to bear with them over, you know, that's that's the humility part. We need to. You'll never reach somebody if you don't put yourself beneath somebody. Right. Like, I've wanted to school people like a thousand times, and instead I just accept it and wait for the and right moment. And now look at how we are. I just <laughs> pray. I pray and wait for the right moment, and then and then it, God delivers it. Yeah, otherwise you damage. Mm -hmm. Can I read this? Matthew eighteen four. You ready? Mm -hmm. It says. Matthew 18, 4. Whoever, therefore, shall humble himself as a little child, the yeah. same is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. That's, that's what we were talking yeah. about, yeah. The humility, and that's that's it right there. It's like, um, but he's talking about Mike. It's that, like, oh, I actually don't know anything. Right. Mike, he's, moment, talking you know? about, he's talking about using that to serve others. Mm -hmm. That's what makes you the... the, the the greatest, even though you're not the greatest, because you know, if you were the greatest, well, no, that's what makes Christ the greatest. Everything is to glorify God. Yeah, there it yeah. is. 
Think, think about your life when you were when you were young before the world taught you all this stuff. When you were young and you, and you were, were trusting, naive, you were yes. yeah. You, you were, know, he wants us to come to him that way, yeah. without without re, without reserve, without without oh no, worrying about someone betraying us or whatever. You know, um, we as a children children we came to the people that way, trusting, just fully trusting. And God wants us to come that way, without without just put 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 aside all that the world taught you and all the letdowns and heartaches the world's given you. All those worldly blocks, all those worldly blocks keep God from working in the lives of people you love. If we put God first and we trust Him and we go in like that, like the the least of these, mm -hmm. Amen. Then He has power to work in the lives of people around us. But we take away that power when we think we have power. All the experiences of being hurt by someone, or you know, or you know, or being taken, you know, oh, he took me to the cleaners, or all this or that, or brokenhearted, or whatever the case may be, it 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 makes us defensive and makes us, uh, you know, oh, I'm not gonna loan to them because they're gonna just rip me off, or or I'm not gonna go over here because it's gonna be bad, you know. But with stepping out and trusting God with things. And, and not worrying about, you know, um, Jesus said it in Matthew 6, um, talked about all of it. The whole section's talked about not worrying, not worrying about the cares of the world, not worrying about what you're going to eat or drink or what you're going to wear. Your father knows you need them, you know, and, and he's going to take care of you. You know, how, how, he takes care of the birds, he feeds them, clothes them. How much greater are you than birds or, or the grass of the fields? You know, and so um, it, it's beautiful just to let go. It's hard for us to do, but because the world's taught us so much things, to we got to be defensive. You know, everyone's out to get you, and, and um, but in Christ, there's such a freedom, and you don't have to live that way. You don't have to. You don't have to be so on guard about things. Only about guarding your faith. Only about not letting someone deceive you or. You know, or steer you the wrong way, and and that's spending time with Christ. And and if you know Him, uh, my sheep know my voice. You know, if you're spending the time with Him, you're not going to be deceived. You're not going to be led astray. You know, it's um, coming to Him as a child, faith like a child. I want to read this what, to you. What, what, what are children like? Can you see? Well, what is a child doing? And so like um, when you like those guys commercials that are, that are coming out lately, right? Uh, you end up turning into your parents. Oh yeah, I love that. Right? It's hilarious, right? It's like, Dang, it's so right. I hate it, you know, and it's funny. <laughs> and uh, trust me. And uh, not good, huh, Allie? That's so funny. And, and, and why do you think children are like that? Because <laughs> they watch what they see and they do. And they go, "This must how it. This must how it be." Because they trust their parents. Right, they trust their parents, right? Right. So when hey, we come to the, don't trust your parents. <laughs> so when we come to the when we come to the Lord after learning what the whole world has taught us, and we realize well, that's wrong. I must be wrong, right? That's the humbling part. You now have that open mindedness that I need to learn like how the Lord is, how the truth is, right? Mm -hmm. and, that, and that's that, that's that open mindedness of a child, so you can soak it all up, yes. right? It's, 
it's the oh this is this is how it is i gotta believe that way right it's that that willingness to have that open mind to soak it all up otherwise if you're rigid in your thought you're not going to learn you're not going to have those ears to hear it's that that's that humbling of a child is that when a, when a child grows up and it becomes like its parent it's because at some point in that child's life they go well my dad's like this or my mom's like this this must how it be so i'm just gonna be the same way because that's how they got through life right but now when we when we meet jesus and, and, and we want to be like him our mindset goes from the world to christ and right and we want to be more like him so we have that open mind of like okay well christ did it like this so i'm going to do that same way right just having that simple understanding of like how a child learns and can i can i add that my parents i wanted to be nothing like them Mm -hmm. and i one day looked in the mirror no matter how much i didn't want to be them i was them right Mm -hmm. because you're 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 raised by your environment yes by the environment right so you adapt to everything and i looked and i was like oh no (laughs) i was everything i didn't want to be yeah there's sometimes i cough and i can hear my dad when i cough (laughs) 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 i want to read this to you guys because it kind of goes where you at i'm in i'm just another chapter over in in 10 35 Spoiler alert. Yeah, but it's okay. Get your prayers in. It's okay. <laughs> you guys there? Yeah. Let's turn the page. I'm not going to write because I Yeah, we'll go back over in a week or so. All right, you guys ready? It says, Then then James and John, the sons of Zebedee, came to him. Imagine the, the gall of these guys. Teacher, they said, we want you to, to listen to this. You ready for this? Listen to this. We want you to do for us whatever we ask. They're trying to conform Christ to their likeness instead of the other way around. What do you want me what do you want me to do for you? he asked. And they replied, Let one of us sit at the right at your right hand and the other at your left in, in glory. And they weren't talking about eternal glory, which we're all gonna sit they with them in. They want to be in. the besties. They want to be the besties on that human, that worldly kingdom, okay? Now watch this, you guys. And you know what? All of us are, we're we're all like this, but it's, Mm -hmm. even all the other, the other 10 even join in. Watch how this goes. You don't know what you are asking. This is not what I want to share with you, but I'm not going to leave it out. You don't know what I'm, what you're asking, because you know what would happen to them? Yeah, they'd be on the same, on the side of the cross. Inside the cross, right? And they'd have to be, when he says, look what he says, you can't drink this cup. Remember in the garden? Mm When he asked God to take the cup from him, mm-hmm. right? You guys can't drink the cup I'm going to drink and the baptism I'm going to be baptized into. Mm-hmm. He's talking about the death and burial, right. like mm-hmm. we do when we baptize. You're buried with Christ. You guys, you guys don't want to bear this. Trust me. Mm-hmm. You know what they're asking for, amen. But at the same time, spiritually, he wants us to bear that. Mm-hmm. You get it? But watch. So I'm only sharing that with you because we're there. But watch. You don't know what you are asking, Jesus said. Can you drink the cup I drink or bap- or the baptism or, or be baptized with me in the baptism I am baptized with? Or can you answer? Or, uh, he says, we we can. can, they answered, and Jesus said to them, You will drink the cup I drink and be baptized with the baptism I am baptized with? 
<clears throat> but to sit, see what he's telling him there? You are going to do that. Mm -hmm. Okay? But to sit at my right or my left is not for, for me to, to grant. Because God the Father already put into play who was going to be on his right or left on the cross. Amen? Right. That's already written in timeline. These places belong to those for whom they have been prepared. Amen? That's not what I wanted to share with you. I did want to share the first part with you. And then I was going to jump over, but I don't like to leave anything out. Okay? 41 is where I wanted to share with you. 41? When the, well, I wanted to share 35 to 37 and then 41. Okay? Okay. Okay. When when the ten heard about this, so the, so so they heard the other apostles heard that these two were trying to take the high positions, mm -hmm. right? And they were indignant about it. Remember what we just read, and and when you asked the question in James nine and ten, mm -hmm. right? The ones in humble circumstances ought to be uh, praise God for their high position. Amen. Let's know what it says. These are, these are his apostles that, that have been, been with him for a while now. When the ten heard about this, they became indignant with James and John. Like, you're a punk, Paul. Stay away from me. I don't even want to know you right now. <laughs> Jesus called them together and said, You know that those who are uh, regarded as rulers, he's talking like, listen, he's showing them exactly where their heart is. He's talking about worldly situations here. You get it? Watch, because they all had the wrong mindset. Yeah. They didn't have they didn't have what we were just talking about in the other chapter, okay? Watch what it says. You know that those who are regarded as rulers to the gen, uh, of the Gentiles lord it over them. You just said that we're all equal to we if we're all equal to Christ, right? Then we should all be equal to each other. We should have the mindset of of um of the one who's calling us, amen? Okay, watch. You know that those who are regarded as rulers of the Gentiles lorded over them, and their high officials exercise authority over them. Not so with you. Okay, we're Christians. Not so with you. Not so with you. Okay, whoever wants to become great among you must be your servant. And whoever wants to be first must be slave to all. Watch this, watch this. For even the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for men. Yes. I love that ransom. Isn't that bomb? Well, that's just everything we were talking about. But, but see, oh, forget Sorry, it. guys. Jacob messed me up. I don't remember where I'm at. That's not good, Matt. I know. Tell him. Just teasing. Humble yourself in the side. No, you yourself in the side. You guys ever like wonder why they're like arguing of who the greatest is going to be among them? You guys ever wonder why? I see it in the church all the time. What are you talking about? They don't know what they're asking because look at where they're going to be. You think that there was only one rabbi at the time? Or do you think there were many teachers? Many. There was many teachers, right? Yeah. And the disciples would. Would disciple under that teacher, and and they would want to be like them, and they'd have a group of students, right? Mm -hmm. And what happens when you have a group of students together and they're trying to be the best? Everybody's Everyone's arguing. Yeah. Oh no, I'm better than you, right? Yeah. You have a teacher's. Always right. Yeah. It comes out. Like, hey. Yeah, there you go. And uh, 
I'm the teacher's pet. This so like you, you can see you can see why they're arguing yeah. constantly over because they think they think they think of this test as a worldly test when it's like a whole it's a whole new step, right? Mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a it's a a walk off the the plane. It's not let's take another step on the same plane. We're gonna take off the plane and then you're on you're on this whole new this whole new trail that's being blazed. Right. You know, and, and they don't realize that. Yes. So that's why that's why it keeps coming back to them. You know, they want to be the best, or this guy wants to be the best, or do you think you're the best? I'm gonna beat you up over it. You know, like, stuff like that. that it's just like it's, it, it's just the, the the worldliness in us, right? Mm -hmm. And and so Jesus is trying to explain to them, like, hey, you want to be the best? This is what this is what the best looks like, right? It's not. And it's it's not the same way that they're thinking. You know, they're still under that that mystery that hasn't been revealed to them yet. But as hard as it may seem, he never asked them to do something he wouldn't do himself. Right. Right. He, he yeah. does get down on his knees mm -hmm. and cleans their feet. Right. Right. Mm -hmm. So um, yeah. he lives the example that we're supposed to be like. Right. Yes. We're supposed to be the, those ambassadors. I couldn't stand it in the world, but I cannot stand it in the church when people think they can do something better than you were called to do or this or that and they, they bring disunity and cause problems yeah well i always like i always laugh at that because like sometimes people why were they arguing like like think about it like it happens to this very day like whether it's at work or school or or here at church, or here at church like there's there's people that are competing with each other instead of being on the same team thank you thank you you know it's like i hate that but but it's like we don't understand it. Stop yeah. doing it. You know? I know, right? I've heard, it, I heard in a sermon right. somebody. There's no place in Christianity. I heard in a sermon uh, online somebody was saying that everybody wants to be a name from the Bible, but nobody wants to be a part of the crowd that just heard the word. You know? Everybody wants to make a mistake for Too themselves. Too many chiefs, not enough Indian. Mm -hmm. I like that one. That I like that one. Mm -hmm. I like the Indian part too. Only one chief, mm -hmm. sister. I have Indians in Germany. It might be the Indian. I love that. Oh, it's gone all the way. Yeah, most I want German to sit next to her more often. She's, she's the key to do it. It's why she loves me so much. You girls said to ask me to stay at church if we have rocks in Germany. Yeah. Yeah, they cry out. No one else cries out. <laughs> They're all called Peter. <laughs> 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 That's funny. Well, she, she told me something last week that was so funny that somebody asked her. Some guy asked her, "What was the what did the guy ask you?" You were there, Jacob. Yeah, I know. I'm trying to think of it. Which one? She I think she's tortured one? a lot because yeah, her which mind's on which story. Well, it wasn't the. Is, is there black people in Germany? Oh, is there black people in Germany? Oh. No, there was one. Really? Oh, is it the drums? Is it the drums? I don't remember. I remember. Like, like, do they have drums in your music? Oh yeah, do they, have, <laughs> do they play drums in Germany? Of all the, of the millions, they were like, do you have like the same instruments? Like, do you also have like guitar, oh, and like, bass, and stuff? I was like, yeah. <laughs> Music is international. I'm not sure. Okay, go to an Oktoberfest. <laughs> you guys actually
In German, right? How does you know I just wanted it because because it made oh. so much sense. It even took us away from the original thing, but it took we went somewhere and then it took us to where we were going. So I think that's what happened. Is that what happened? Okay. What's your prayer? Speaking of your prayers, that's not trying to be. Okay. Be a gangster, be a sort of Karen, like the very You're gonna be possessed, be possessed by the Holy Spirit. One thing I wanted to add on to the the last part when you guys are getting your prayers in, your prayers in, is I wanted to bring up the 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 culture where it was at when we were talking originally. How they they analyzed it different, like we would have analyzed it medically. Well, they analyzed it uh, spiritually. Spiritually, spiritually right? yeah. So where are we at compared to them? This and is from right where about. from right where they're at. They struggle. Look at how much growth. Well, they didn't have any medical stuff back then. In those that's what days. I was talking right, about. Right. So like, how much are how much Wait, more are we unfaithful? No, but what I'm saying is they 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 calculated it as a, a demon. Yeah, and we calculated it as, as mental. Yeah, as a mental disorder. Uh, yeah, you know, as a medical problem. So, so do you think we're more right than they are? No, no, no. no. We pray about everything. No, right. no, we're far from where they are. But uh, right. so they're, they're much closer to than we are today. We we're to look at it spiritually. Right. They did. Exactly. That's what I wanted to point out. On, is, uh, oh, I told my this. We were eating. <laughs> I was going to say. Tony has a question. How do you, to the competition thing? How do you not fall into competition when somebody is like trying to compete with you? You know. Oh yeah. Wow, wow. that's a good question. All right, guys, answer that. The position's better than ever. There's always so, so competition. When you compete and someone's sports. egging you on, that egging you on, that egging on back. What is that? That's pride, right? You just gotta let it go. It doesn't matter. If you drop the pride, it don't matter. Yeah. Yeah. It's just, it's just yeah. a game. It takes two to cause the That's the problem. If one's not involved, then it's a one-sided problem. So remind yourself, when somebody's doing something like that, remind yourself of how much you don't like it. And, and so uh, if you don't like it that much, you're not going to do it back. Because now you're being just like him. Yeah, and you if know. you don't do it back, it's no fun. They'll mm -hmm. stop. <laughs> <laughs> she knows because Mike does that to her all That's why Jesus said, love your enemies and pray for those that persecute you, Mike. Because love covers it all. And it love was, quenches all those fires. Love was, quenches all the anger. It was funny. At my job... Um, we have a, a system where if you do add-ons, I'm a server for people who don't know, and add-ons give you points. And I would always be at the top without trying. I, I don't try. And they would always come to me, and I would be like, it's no big deal. Just, you know, 
If they have a burger, do you want bacon and avocado? You know, do you want salsa with your eggs? I said, you know, it's easy, just and so they would always be in the competition, but I didn't have no part in that. It was just what it was. Because they're trying to take that competing. Yeah, and it was what it was, and that's why I told them it is what it is. I'm not trying. I mean, it's just part of my speech when I go to a table. And yeah, so it's Because you're doing it for personal gain. I'm doing it for love. Well, see, I was doing what I was taught to do, and that was to do add-ons. Keep my friends in prayer. I talked to you about Paul. Tell, tell Jordan. Keep them in prayer. Okay, Amanda. No, it's just, it'll go away in two seconds. Comes. <laughs> no, you keep your baby stuff to yourself. Unless he intervenes a little bit. Does that mean the baby has a lot of hair? And you know what's funny is the times I want to speak. What are you talking Someone else probably does that. It's like, I forgot it. No, I don't do that. So I'm like, it's okay. Please I was too tired to remember. No, mine is too First. I need to keep everyone uh, my kids yeah, like my up on the mountain because I heard like two cars flip this morning. I think it's and yeah, this is usually eighteen. Yeah. 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 No, it's way to cars in their individual yeah. life. And their individual yeah. life. Yeah. It's not normal yeah. for me. Actually, they're my nails. They're my nails with the gel on top, and then they have the clear gel. They have the color and the clear, and it makes them fit. Gel bill. Where do you go? I go across the street. Hey, for real. What is that? Yeah, like, talk about Vernon and all of them. <laughs> I got it. Right it's mine. called Gel Builder? No, no it's, it's called uh, LA Nails. No, I mean, so it makes that hard. I'm just like, just for well, like, I can't do I guess uh, I the younger people in my family have been starting to hear a lot of like, coming up with a lot of them, you know, and some of them don't want anything to do with it, and some of them are just caught up in it. So, whatever we you know, can pray on that that they. Find a way to get away. And I want to know how the other one went. Yeah, that's what I was just waiting to ask him to. Also, too, to receive good news on that. I feel like it's, I'm going to hear some great news out of it. Yeah. Was it far away? No. Cool. I didn't think the scenic route of Yucaipa could look like that, but it was pretty nice where they're at. I don't know, is it like in the back of Bryant? Uh, it, Potato Canyon Road. Oh, yeah. I've been in that. <laughs> <laughs> What's that, Young Potato Canyon? Canyon? Yeah, right. Is that near Oak Glen Road? Yeah. They run into each other. I love that. Mm -hmm. And then Oak Glen, I love. Oh, my goodness. 
May I used to get off there because I used to work at the Denny's up there. Okay. They closed that Denny's, but yeah. I used to, or I've only been to like where the tree farm is and the pumpkin patch, and then like right off there, my sister's like, the first street off the light when you take that left, so she can go up that way. So I've never been either way, but today I came through all the way through, like the, my map sent me like in a big old circle basically. I took the streets pretty much from over here all the way up uh, Green Spot, and then it took me all the way through the back way, and then when I got out, it took me all the way through to the tent. So it was really nice driving through there. I was just there the What's that? Where that little store is, it's just jerky. Yeah, that's the thing. You know what? I think yeah, so. Where this, where this was, it was not like this. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's the world's famous jerky. Somebody sent me that. I don't remember what it was for. But it was full. It was twice as much now. Yeah. I bet there was some. You got as much in there before you open it. Thank you so much. It was very good. Oh, yeah. You guys have jerky. But you want turning pancakes? Stop looking at it because we've got three pancakes. No, no, you did good. One's for you, one's for baby. One's for baby. He doesn't even look like it, though. He's many calories. That's sick. What's sick thing is I eat more sugar than I do food. Now, the little tray does. Did that just start happening, or have you always been like that? My whole life. You just stop with your trash and please stuff over here. This guy's a trash police. That all the goes in the blue. Yeah. In our hey, neighborhood, that all service. goes in the blue. Trash lady called me. Yeah. Yeah. You like my price? Oh, in you our neighborhood, like that all goes yeah, in the blue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm just, yeah, I pretend like I don't have to speak. It says on the wrapper that the wrapper doesn't go in, only the plastic tray goes in. That's dumb. No, it all goes in my blue. I agree, Matt. Well, I know you're all in there. Because it just makes, they're sorting on their conveyors. See, I work with, yeah, they trust me. They have conveyors that actually do something with it? Yeah. Right now, they're still trying to figure out what's going to go next to the dumpsters around here. I thought they just put it all together. Well, they're going to do food. You're not going to be able to throw it That's been going on forever. I already saw that a long time ago. Lord, when That's, I look uh, at your recycle, that goes in the no, green barrel. They told me on the mountains I couldn't put my credit um, separate plastic from boxes at the beach, and you guys yeah, they go on the green barrel. Yeah. There's the whole thing, and they're just fun to get in some. I have one. Yeah, but they told us we couldn't put stuff in there. The last one goes to the I take them to the school. I don't know. I got a call from the trash people asking us where we put our organics. That's okay. We're the organic spot. But the government the government is taking note of that. They're gonna end up they're gonna end up finding people. That's what they want. They're gonna do it. Yeah. Like money. Mm -hmm. All right. Stop talking about that. Poor. Come on. Right. I got to be great. I wanted like a hundred dollars more a month for another band. He said it though. And and uh, or on our bill or whatever is what you said originally, right? Like a hundred dollars or something for the green one. Well, imagine how the jobs that were lost. Hundred something dollars. Glass. There's something we're not willing to use when a tree branch breaks. Everybody used to separate that, and now there's no jobs for that because we're doing it. <laughs> if we were in another state, we would just burn it. All right, let's live down the day. That's what they do in Lancaster. Hey, California's got to cover that 63. We're not done complaining yet. 
Well, there's a time and a place for it, and it's not online. <laughs> no, no, no. Everybody out there, just put this thing in green waste where it goes. Hey, look. It was you. You talked too long. What happened? We had food and on? No, it's all fuzzy. Go ahead. All right, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, we just... We thank you, Lord, for this time, Lord. We ask you that you would just keep it in our hearts, Lord. Prepare our hearts every single day for the next day, Lord. And just uh, help us to spend the time that's that you deserve with you, Lord. You deserve way more than we give you, Lord. And just help us to spend the time with you, Lord, to hear from you and to be quiet and silent. And to rid ourselves of all of the worries and fears of this world, Lord. To be solely and focused on you, Lord. We ask that you would just bless this church, Lord, with, with your spirit, Lord. When it's full of people, help it just be full of your spirit all the more, Lord. That you would fill each and every person who's meant to be a leader here with your spirit, Lord. And as they lead, just help them to not be leading out of their own selfish ambitions or anything out of their uh, worldly self, Lord, but help them to be following you and showing the example of what you did in their lives, Lord. We ask that you would just have your hand over um, Carol with the heart condition, Lord. Just help her with everything going on. We ask that you would just bless her life and that you would heal her, Lord. And give her strength, Lord, to that heart. Help her to, to have a strong um, good heart, Lord, that you would just touch it, Lord, and that you would also fill her, with, Lord, with your spirit. We ask that you would uh, have your hand over Jay and Amanda, Lord, and everything that they're going through, Lord. I don't know the details, and I don't need to, Lord, but you do. And we ask that you would just have your provision over them, have your protection and your strength over that family, Lord, and whatever they're going through, that you would work with them with it, and that you would just Provide them with your wisdom and understanding of what to do and where to, where to go, Lord. We ask your hand over everyone on the mountain, Lord, that's skiing or just driving up and down, whatever the case may be, Lord. We just ask that your safety upon them, Lord, and that if an accident does happen, Lord, we just ask that the people themselves would be unharmed, Lord. And that would just remind them to go slower next time or not to turn the corner so fast, Lord. We just ask that you just have your hand over them, Lord. We ask your hand over uh, Jacob's co-worker, Joel, Lord. Lord, when he goes out to this missionary trip, we ask that you would just fill him with your spirit and while he's out there to do the job that you have him out there to do, Lord. Whether it's doing a building, speaking with people, or just shining your light and Showing your love, Lord, whatever it is, we just ask that you would uh, fill him, Lord, and prepare the way for him, Lord. Help him to get, get out there safely and get back safely, Lord. Help him to have a good time, Lord. Many blessings upon him, Lord. And we ask your hand over all the young people in Stephen's family, Lord, with, that are struggling, Lord. We ask that you would just remove this addiction out of their life, Lord. I was talking to my friend, and he was talking about addiction is running rampant with everybody, Lord. We just ask that you would just remove it, Lord. Remove these addictions and help them to know who removed it, Lord. 
help them to cling to you. That's the only way it is going to be removed. Help them to cling to you, Lord. Help them to find you and to be strengthened by you, Lord. To persevere and have it build character in them to help others through it, Lord. We ask your hand over um, Stephen's interview as well, Lord, that you would just have your blessings upon him, Lord. That uh, this interview would have went well and that your favor would be shown upon him, Lord. That those people who were at the interview just who took it saw a man who's just completely after your heart, Lord. That that would be what got him into that job, Lord. We ask that you would just bless him, Lord. Help him to be full of your spirit while he is there, Lord. And just help him to shine your light all the more, Lord. We ask your hand over my grandma and just help her to get out soon. And when she does, help her to be strengthened and healed, Lord, that she wouldn't go back, whatever's causing it. Just to be full of your spirit, Lord. While she's in there and when she comes out, Lord, just uh, have your hand over her and protect her, lead her, and guide her, Lord. We ask your hand over this community, Lord. Just continue to prepare it, Lord. Continue to touch every life, Lord, every heart, and every mind of each person in this neighborhood, Lord. We ask that you would break down the walls and that you would build up people of your character, Lord. We ask that you would also have your hand over Memo and his family, Lord, that you would just have your blessings upon them and that you give your peace upon that family, Lord. Help them to be constantly full of your strength and constantly seeing your hand in their life, Lord. Constantly being reminded that you are there and you are hearing them, Lord. Just be with that family, Lord. Do all things and all things, Lord. We ask that you also be with uh, Ali's dad, Jerry, that it was such a blessing to hear that he's cancer-free, Lord. We just ask that you would uh, continue to have him be cancer-free, Lord. I know I've heard stories where it does come back, but Lord, but in you it won't, Lord. And we just ask that you would just continue having your hand upon him, Lord, that you would continue having your blessings upon him and the rest of Ali's family, Lord, that it wouldn't show up in any other person, Lord. That you would just pour out your blessings upon him, Lord. Continue to be with Jerry as he is finishing up the recovery process, Lord. Help him to be full, healthy, and strong, Lord. We ask your hands over everyone here that you would just get us home safely and just help everyone be safe as this storm comes, Lord. In Jesus' name we 